Welcome, Butt Bucks. What is going on? You have your boy, the fantasy assassin himself, Minesh, alongside with our my co-host, Dan the Commish. Dan, what's up, man? Why are we even doing this, man? I'm 0-4. Why are you still making me do this? Hey, you know what? You have the sickness, all right? I do. I, I have do, the man. sickness, too. I love this and, stuff. And uh, I could be 0-13, like I just told you a little bit ago, and I'd still I'd still be in it for weeks 14 through 16. Can't That's give up, man. Me. Can't and give up. what's good in our league is that we have this weekly challenge, so I can still win money. You know? That's true, man. That's true. Just like, uh, like like who? Like our boy Matt, man. He's 0-4. He 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 feels my uh, my sadness, but he's he's 0-4. <laughs> but he's still winning money. He won he won his 10 bucks in week three, uh, so he might lose 140, but he still he'll get 10 of the 10 back, right? <laughs> yep, he sure and, will. <laughs> and then Diallo uh, Diallo won week four, and he beat poor poor Jolly. He beat Jolly by one yard. One yard. Hey, I mean, his. that's. I think that's a uh, little bit of insight into what we're going to talk about later. But, yeah, I know. He beat him by one yard. One yeah. yard of kicking. He, uh, oh, those. Diallo, those Diallo had a, cl- uh, a clean sweep <laughs> clean sweep last week. He also won the pick'em. And he, yeah. he got pretty, every single matchup. Nice, man, that was good. Every matchup right. Yeah, that was, that was impressive. Um, but, Manesh, we've had a, a busy. A busy two weeks since our last pod. And by busy, I mean we've had a lot of trades. Oh, yeah. Tons and tons of trades. I love it. Um, got to. You know, as 0-4, when, when I hit 0-4, I was like, all right, it's time to, it's time to mix some things up. I can't, uh, I can't stay, um, stay where I was, you know? So no, I, man. I, no, man. I made some I think, moves. And, and you, you know, I was going to say, you've made some moves. You're trying to change that. Hey, that's what you got to do. That's what yeah. you got to do. So if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and uh, get into some of these trades here. Go for it. So um, kind of starting off a couple weeks back, we had uh, Charlie getting Devontae Freeman, Matt getting Tyreek Hill, which at the time I was like, okay, you know, it's a pretty good trade. Tyreek Hill is blowing up, you know. Uh, yeah. Freeman was injured, but we know what kind of upside he has. He's good. Yeah, he should be um, playing this weekend. So he, yeah, he, should, he should be back. He should be. And then, you know, as, uh, as you would have it, ended up uh, – that those players were traded. <laughs> so how about that? Um, well, here before before he was I able to trade Freeman. That happened. Yes, yes, yes. He had that trade with Chris. So this was actually like one to two to three. So first, Matt actually ended up trading for Devonte Freeman, Alex Collins, and uh, Allen Robinson. Correct. Uh, gave him to uh, giving Chris, Cream Hunt, Jameson Crowder, Ronald Jones. You know, Correct. I think, uh, I think you know they were both looking for upside there. I like Matt's side a little bit better. I but, I uh, did too. Um, I think he got three starters and Chris got one and a half, possibly two and a half with one if, and a quarter. One and a quarter, right? If J- yeah. if if Ronald Jones though can become a league winner, then that's it. Well, he. But, uh, he I think Matt got good there, but then Matt did. decided it wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> and his record shows it. But uh, Matt ended up Ouch. flipping Freeman to Charlie. For Tyreek Hill. Yes. So, you know, he was like, hey, uh, let me go ahead and do this. But this was only after Charlie get got Tyreek Hill from Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this shit's intertwined like crazy, man. So Charlie ended up getting J- Tyreek Hill and Tyler Lockett uh, from Jamie. Jamie ended up getting James Conner pre-newsflash from uh, Le'Veon Bell and Jesse James. Yes. So, um, 
you know, J Jamie ended up with the, I think, the downside of that trade, and then Charlie's like, ah, you know what? I don't like the player I got right now, so I'm going to flip him again. So we had a bunch of players kind of moving around there in the, that week stretch, and uh, we had them all kind of getting flipped back and forth. So that was that was pretty fun to see. Yeah, it was. Um, and then I think in the blockbuster uh -oh. <laughs> of them all, between your boys, your hosts, Dan uh, scooped up Sony Michelle, Amari Cooper, and your boy Darius Geis for 2019 from me. That's correct. I ended up getting uh, Dan's no more butthole earning, Zach Ertz, from him. Yes. I'll take over the butt Ertz. Thank you. Uh, Treat Keelan him nice. Cole. Yeah, I will. <laughs> and um, and Dion Lewis. Yeah. So, um, you know, I wanted a little – I was shooting a little bit higher, but, you know, I settled there. So I was like, all right, we'll take it. We'll keep going. You know, I was kind of going back and forth with you on this trade. I know that obviously you know this, but we were kind of going back and forth for almost a good solid week there, it seemed. Yeah, just, we hey, were. man, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I, was, I kept trying to give you Amari Cooper. You're like, I don't want Amari Cooper. And I was like, just take him. <laughs> <laughs> I finally I finally took him, man. I, did, I, uh, Ertz, Ertz is a big loss, but um, I'm on four. So I just wanted to try to get some players with some upside. Shake things up. Who hey, could I don't think maybe. anyone has more upside than Michelle right now. Exactly. And like I told you, if it doesn't work out, you know, I got Geis to uh, – to be my keeper, hopefully next year. I believe it'll be a 13th round pick, maybe maybe a 12th. Oh man, um, yeah, I think it's a 13. But God, that's yeah. a good. Yeah, good so player. if it blows up in my face, I was just trying to prepare myself for next year. <laughs> hey, so, that's smart. You got yeah. some upside, and you got some for this year and next year. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens with it. Uh, I'm not giving up by any means. I'm just hoping that uh, Michelle and Cooper could be. Be good pieces and It'll pan out. Yeah. at least uh, it's that first win, man. It's a tough one. If I get that first win, get some confidence and see what happens. That's all. See it what is. happens. Just gotta, just gotta kind of steamroll on that. And then the last trade, just more recently, Dan, man, you you made out like a bandit. I think here, you ended up flipping. You know, you're down on yourself for paying so much for Giovanni Bernard. Ended up flipping him for uh, Galladay, though. You got your boy Kenny G. I did, but which I, I will say. Y'all bitches out there wanted to give me a hard time for spending on Gio. Gio was a RB1 the last two weeks. So he didn't help me win, but he got me close. <laughs> so I'll take it. You know, I'll take it. I spent a lot on him. But, yeah, as you said, I was able to turn that $27 into Galladay, essentially. Oh, yeah. Hey, and I would pay a lot more for Galladay. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Do so you want to kind of go over some of the fab recaps? Sure. Um so the fab that happened in the past week, um, the head-to-head -head bids, we had the Chargers who went to Matt for $5. There was two other uh, people out there who bid at a dollar for them last week, and Matt got them at 5 Cleveland defense went to your opponent last week, Jamie, for $3, and he beat out a Cleveland fan, you, <laughs> who bid $2. Yeah, I know. How... Um, how fitting is that he it's funny because he texted me the morning of your guys's matchup he goes i feel kind of bad that um i'm going to beat manesh with baker mayfield and cleveland's defense <laughs> yeah and uh it wasn't let's just put it this way it wasn't because of baker mayfield or cleveland's defense that he beat no me. no in fact the... uh, my clevelanders were actually trying to help me out there yes cleveland they were pretty much screwed him Yes. Um, by not getting that touchdown and a fumble, which should have yeah. been a touchdown and a fumble, but hey, no, no one's complaining here. <laughs> um, from that Oakland game, ended up you know barely getting positive there, and then 
he ended up benching uh, Kirk Cousins against the Rams in that shootout yes, yes. for uh, not even 12 points Baker Mayfield last week. So yes. He yeah. tried to help me out. with The Cleveland guys tried to help me out anyways. So They did. They, they knew. They knew. Like, the Manesh they needs did. us. Um, I, did, this, I did. I did, but um, it just wasn't <laughs> enough. This this week, uh, uh, the Brown, I mean the Bears are on bye, so I needed a defense, and I went and spent two dollars on the Tennessee Titans defense playing Buffalo and Manesha. I'm I familiar beat you with that, that bid. Yeah, Manesha also put two dollars down, but I got it because Bastard. my team is zero and four. Why can't I be? Oh wait, I don't want to be zero four. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so hopefully Tennessee works out for me this week. And another, the big bid of the week. Yeah, man, I lost out on some defenses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. I think yeah. I actually put down a buck for the Chargers, a couple bucks for the the, the Browns, Browns, and a couple bucks for the Titans, and never getting any of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. You're 2-2. Two two. I'll, I'll take your two <laughs> wins. Give me your two wins, and I'll give you Tennessee Titans. How about that? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> Let's keep going. Uh, the big money this week was by Nick, who spent $25 on Naheem Hines. Uh, He beat out Charlie's $21. What do you think about that? I mean, I think we had a couple guys that really saw that uh, value there in Naheem Hines, and and I think, you know, they're right on there. I mean, I didn't have enough roster space to put enough money down, but um, I knew he was going to go for a pretty penny. I was thinking about putting a few dollars, but at least for my team, I didn't want to drop anyone that I had currently on my roster to pick him up, so... yeah. Hey, man, I think he's worth it, though. At this point I in the season, you know, if you find a difference maker like that, you know, you're going to go out there, put some money down, put your money where your mouth is, and that's what Nick did. He sure did. See how, how that one plays out for him over the next uh, couple weeks. Absolutely. And the the last head-to-head bid was Chris, who beat out Jayton. Chris spent 7 bucks on Mike Davis and beat Jayton's $3. Mike, Dason, Mike Davis, the, the scar boy, right, as you would scar call him? Scar boys, yeah. Uh, so we'll see. I know uh, Chris Carson going into this weekend. He's still kind of questionable with the hammy. So uh, we'll see if what's up with Penny not getting that work though. That was crazy. Every I don't know. I think everybody thought it was going to be Penny, right? I mean, you would just assume. But Mike Same Davis, thing, man. They, all Mike, these these kind of rookie running backs are not necessarily showing out too well so far. No, they're Saquon's not. Saquon's playing decent. He is. Uh, Michelle finally got his, you know. He did. At it, but, um, he did. Did you, you see? Know, did did you see the? Hasn't gotten too many touches yet. Did you see the uh, encouraging news today? What's that? About what my boy Royce Freeman. No. News today oh, is. Crap. <laughs> news today is. Um, um, what's their head coach's name again? Um, Vance Joseph. Yes, he he said that Royce Freeman needs to get more touches. He's playing too well. He Damn needs it. to get more touches. But he doesn't I mean, need to get more touches. Philip is playing well. No, here's my here's my gripe <laughs> is Lindsey and Freeman, they can split it all day long. I don't care. Get get Booker off the field. He is not get any Booker good. The fuck off the field. Let it be they Freeman. Can both catch the ball. Yes. They can both run the ball. Split it exactly. 50-50. Exactly. Cuz you know what they, that means? They sh- that means they should still both touch it 15 times a game. Exactly. And I'm fine with that. Let them get it 15 times a game. Both of them be great fantasy How about backs. How about we go ahead and tell Joseph that you and I agree Philip Lindsey and uh, Royce Freeman should both touch the ball 15 times each. Devontae Booker should be on the field for two snaps a game. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, that's how even... your, we, we agree that that's how your offense can be run. Yes, because 
I mean, what they're doing, obviously, right now, the last two weeks, is not working. Because we care about that Denver backfield. <laughs> we, we really, really do. I wish he cared about us. <laughs> I wish he cared about us, too. Apparently, uh, he doesn't care about being good. No, I mean, him and and then my boy Carrion, Matt Patricia, came out and said, no, Carrion's seen enough touches. What are you, what are you talking about? LeGarrette Blunt sucks. I like, think that's just uh, head coach speak. I hope so. I mean, because I, no, I don't know I, if you've watched. I mean, I think that uh, Carrion will touch the ball a little bit more. I hope so, because he. I don't know if you've watched any Lions games, but I mean, he's pretty good. He's better than yeah. Blunt. But I mean, I think that's pretty evident. Same thing with yes. Chubb. Chubb's a better talent than Hyde. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's a better player than Hyde right now, though. I got gotcha. you. Um, right. I mean, I mean, I think Carrion's actually a better player than LeGarrette Blunt. But oh, he is. I heard uh, a stat the other day. I know what they're what they're trying to do at least with Blunt. I heard a stat the other day, 23 carries for the last two games for Blunt for 60 yards, 25 for Johnson, carry on, for 152 yards. I mean, two more carries and over almost 100 more yards. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, you know what um, happened with uh, Nick Chubb and Carlos Hyde? I saw Carlos that, Carlos Hyde, 20-plus carries, 80, yes. 82 yards. Uh, yes. Nick Chubb, three carries. He, um, that's why, he had uh, more than 82. He went for uh, over a century was, and got a couple scores was, along with that. <laughs> that's why... Uh, I think um, Jayton made a made a good move. He picked up Nick Chubb as just an insurance, just in case, because Carlos no, Hyde does smart. have a has a injury history, so you never know. He does. Yeah. Um, but moving on from those were the head to head bids. Now these are bids that were put in for players that had no competition uh, throughout the week. Manesh, you want to touch on those? Yeah, yeah, we can run through these really quick. I think uh, Dave wised up here. He didn't spend 31 bucks on a tight end to replace Will Disley, unfortunately, who's gone for the season now. Ah, um, prayers are with Will Disley. Come back strong <laughs> so Dave can spend $32 on you next year. Um, but he did pick up, uh, what is it, CJ Uzuma from the, the Bengals at yes. 6 bucks and Ian Thomas at 0 bucks. So, you know, he spent $6 and got two tight ends. Two tight ends. So I think that's a deal for Dave, you know. That's 20% a steal. on the dollar. That's good. <laughs> um, and then I got, uh, I ended up getting a defense. So, Congratulations. We're okay. We're okay. <laughs> I struck out three times. Uh, you still got swung, a good one. Swung and missed three times, but I got a good one. I think I got a good yeah. one. I got Denver for a buck. So I'm pretty there you stoked go. about that. They got a good matchup this week. Uh, yes, Chris they do. ended up getting Rod Smith as Zeke Insurance. You know, yeah. He spent nine bucks on him. Charlie, I think, got a steal here. Um, I think I would have spent $11 on him as well if I had the space, I guess. But uh, Definitely. But especially after the O.J. Howard news, he got Brait at 11 bucks. I agree. No I think bid. I think no one did for Brait just because of the bye week. Tampa Bay's on a bye this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he flew under the radar, but yeah, I think Brait's a great eleven dollars spent. Yeah, yeah. Especially with what we know about OJ. And then, um, as we touched on earlier, Jamie picked up uh, Baker Mayfield for seven bucks. This is twice now. Baker. He spent, he spent three dollars earlier in the year, so technically he spent ten dollars on Baker Mayfield. Wait, he picked up and dropped Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he picked him up before week one. <laughs> oh, that's great. And then Tyrod, the, Cleveland was competitive yes, with Tyrod. Right. And yep. then everyone knows what happened. And so he what went out there and got him again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Baker mania, mania happened. Baker Mania, baby. The Browns should be 4-0 and oh right now. This is kind of crazy that the Browns it should be 4-0. Really Literally uh, three plays away from being 4-0. Can yeah. you believe that shit right now? Yeah, man. That's... Yeah. Seriously, three plays away. Two missed field goals and one overturned first down. 
from but being 4-0. Not only that first down, but that fumble that should have been returned for a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, that's beside the fact. You're going to miss calls in the game. But uh, that was a bad they one called too. one. Yeah, and then reversed it. I got you. Yeah. They yeah, said man. that beyond reasonable doubt that he was short of the first time. You know what? We're going to stop talk- having Browns talk again. Let's, let's keep going <laughs> on here with this. I could talk about the Browns for another hour. So. I know you can. I know you can. But, hey, at least, at least they're competitive, and obviously they'll finish with more than one win this year. They get a few more breaks. You never know. Yeah. Could be one 14-1, which would still be the best season that Hugh Jackson's ever had. <laughs> That's true. That would put him at, what, two... Forty-five and, and one, two forty-five, <laughs> and he would still keep his job. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think if he actually lost the last twelve games of the year, he'd actually lose his job. And if he didn't, we'd um, signed a uh, what was that that uh, that my pledge uh, or mypetition.org and you know get that thing going because I gotcha. We we'd have a GoFundMe to help buy his ass out. Like, <laughs> Haslam, get him out. <laughs> Well, Anyways, moving on. I like think I said, no more Browns so. talk. I think we'll yeah, win. No more. All right. God, I pray we do. <laughs> so that was uh, a quick recap of, of week three and four. And now that we are a quarter into the season, Manesh, I can't believe it's already been four weeks. Yeah, man. Manesh um, had a great idea of doing a quarter one recap of uh, what's happened the past four weeks. Uh, you want to kick us off, Manesh, of what, what, what should we recap? What are we going yeah. to go over? So I think we're going to go over a couple things here. We're going to go over some sleepers um, from preseason, um, some in-season the, in in player changes and updates, things that we realized after the draft, um, early season injuries, things like that. And then um, our way-too-early season awards, our way-too-early quarter season awards. Let's just call nice. them um, quarter season awards. Nice. And then uh, one special one at the end, which um, I won't ruin for you all yet. <laughs> but uh, you want to kick us off with the first sleeper? Sure. Um, the sleeper that we – this was a, a pre-draft sleeper that uh, that I had who who's, who's woke. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Right. You got you to you you preface it, though. So what's the category of sleeper here? There's two categories. What's this one? He is woke is this sleeper. He's woke. He's woke, which means – Kyrie said it. He's very much woke. He's, uh, he's had a pretty good first quarter of the year is what that means. That is my boy, Mike Williams. Uh, as of you called it, man. As of today, man, he's he's got 12 catches, 204 yards, and three touchdowns, which is In good just enough. Four games. Which is good enough for wide receiver number 35. Dude, that's a pace for 800 yards and 12 TDs. I know he probably won't hit 800 yards and 12 TDs both, but uh, yeah, that's a pretty freaking good uh, Q1 for him. Yeah, definitely. And the, he, you know, he went in the back half of the draft. Um, so yeah, so if you're getting a, a wide receiver three in the back half of the draft, you know, you're, you're doing pretty good. Um, I'd agree. So yeah, he's he is woke, man. Who who is the other sleeper? So the other sleeper, this category is for the sleeper that is. Let's call him. Uh, let's just say that he, they're still sleeping. Um, AKA, they're Minesh. As y'all remember from the draft, our draft. Is he still sleeping still because sleeping. Of, of the med um, medicines that he's currently taking? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that that's probably it. I think you know what he's probably he's pretty close to hibernating. This yes. guy, anyways. Um, and that's that was my also my preseason call 
uh, Jimmy G. He's still yes. handsome, number one. First and Sorry. foremost, always most important. He's still handsome. Yes. But, unfortunately, he's also hibernating for the rest of the season. He's ah, gone. Man, tough. Tore his ACL on a no, really, really weird kind of awkward-looking play. It's kind of rough to see. He, he did it to agree. himself. He wasn't playing too well. Had uh, I think he had more interceptions and touchdowns again. So, you know, kept that trend up. But, uh, yes. you know, there it is. He, uh, yeah, he, I, I texted Jolly because he dropped you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. G, we'll see you next year, bro. <laughs> um, I, uh, I texted Jolly after he dropped him, and I was like, uh, you know what they need to do after his surgery? They just put him a chair behind the offensive line. He could just sit there. He still can throw it from right there. The defense will see how good looking he is, and they won't touch him. They'll just be mesmerized, and he still could just chuck the ball over the <laughs> field. You know what I mean? I mean, even if they did that, I don't think it could be worse than, uh, than C.J. Beathard. Just saying. Um, Dude, you watched the game. I didn't. But uh, at least he put up some stats. He wasn't even oh, he doing did. that He's last year. And he was a rookie, man. I mean, C.J. Beathard is one tough dude. I'm, I will say that because he put it all on the line on Sunday. But uh, he's he's just not handsome. And I just don't like it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, moving on, Manesh, yeah, from our – I know. It's unfortunate, man. It's yeah, unfortunate. it is. Um, halfway – or not halfway, a quarter into the season – which players' values do you think has changed uh, as of today? I would say uh, better, the better one here, here, mm-hmm. uh, Le'Veon. You know why? He's back. Uh, oh, uh, he's back, baby. He's back. Week seven almost, but um, he's almost there. Oh, Did, uh, week five. Just got three more weeks to go, and guess what? That's real quick. Uh, eight weeks of Le'Veon. So. Did I'm you Did you see uh, what James Harrison said he should do? Yeah, I did. All right. It'd be interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll be that, interested to see what he does when he comes if back. If he does that, then um, he will probably be the most hated player in the NFL. Oh, by yeah, not definitely. just fans, but yes. by every player. I agree. And instead of getting $30 million guaranteed, he will not get one year guaranteed from a team who will say, okay. you legit, you quit on your team, man. Yeah, that's never good. Money's money, but you quit on your team while you said you would play. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Let's put it this way, Vontae Davis is never getting a job again once he, you know, <laughs> thinks about it and realizes he doesn't want to retire. Yeah. But guess what, folks? Uh, he is also available. So uh, if you want him, come get him. Give me your best offer. Is there, you know, uh, traded for James Conner. You're looking for someone there to maybe uh, offset the loss of your newly acquired James Conner. I think Le'Veon would fit pretty well there. So, hey, um, guys. Just not to put you on the spot, is there any uh, – like a running back, wide receiver that you're looking for? Like not a not names, but like positions that you would yeah. want to return. Yeah, well, I mean, for sure, I'm looking for um, either a combination RB one wide receiver two or a wide receiver one RB two. There so, you go. Okay, that's it. I just want depth. I hear you. That's reasonable for old Le'Veon it's Bell. It's reasonable though. Yeah, for Le'Veon freaking Bell. Yeah, man. Uh, and how about on the other side, Dan? Whose uh, whose values have also changed, but worse? Uh, I'm not going to toot my own horn here, but I kind of am, because pre-draft we had our episode of Sleepers and Bust, and I believe I said that Kenyon Drake was going to be a bust, not because of his talent. I think he has the talent, uh, just because of you did. the team and the what surrounds him, and I think through four games they've proven that 
for whatever reason, they don't want to give him the workload. Uh, they started off game one, 17 touches, game two, 15, game three, seven touches, and game four, four touches. And not game, game four, they were getting blown out, and Frank Gore is not a pass-catching back. He can do it, but he's not, he's not that guy. Um, That's not a so you would think, exactly, so you would think Drake would have been out there, but for whatever reason, he's not. And when he doesn't obviously get the workload, he's not, he's not producing, and he hasn't so far. He cost, I believe, a fourth-round pick this year, and right now he is the running back 40 uh, in the league. So not even an RB3 right now. Um, so yeah, he's Eesh. definitely, not his good. value has definitely good. gone down yep. since yep. we kicked off week one. Then um, one last player. Just want to quickly touch on this subject here. I think uh, when you were trying to, when you were talking to me about trading Geo away, I was like, oh man, the sucker that's getting him. But uh, he, ended up, he ended up going to the team that could actually use him the most, Jamie, who has Joe yeah. Mixon. But uh, you know, the one thing I'll say is I think Mixon's value is going down because it's nothing that Mixon did. It's nothing that you know he, he controls. The fact of the matter is, Geo played out of his mind well yes so well did. that i think cincinnati can't keep him off the field i don't think they can give mixon the 90 95 percent of the workload that they were doing beforehand i think he went off for like what 20 touches and a handful of catches but yes. man you can't keep that you can't keep giovanni off the field and not to mention they gave him an, they gave him an extension last year like they're paying the guy you might as well use the guy because they're not gonna they're not gonna you know not have a productive player on the field so it's just one thing to watch and out for unfortunately be a little... joe mixon uh, I think his value is going to take a little hit. They, they may be a little gun shy too, just because he is, you know, any any time a running back's dealing with whatever it is with their knees, you know, got to be a little more cautious. So it will be interesting Absolutely. to see how they they work him back in. Um, but these next players are not players whose values has gotten worse. These players have outperformed what anybody expected. These players, you could even say, are the way too early MVPs of fantasy football. Who, who would, would you say, say Manish? I would say that uh, we kind of have it. We kind of thought of a few um, options here. One, yes. um, and I think both you and I were wrong on this guy, uh, Alvin Kamara. Yes, we were. Uh, he did, he's been pretty good. He's, he's been a pretty good player. Good. Pretty good. Um, I'd say, uh, I, th I would say that he's been meh, but better than we thought. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. probably going to be MVP. He's, he's been pretty fucking good. Uh, <laughs> we were both wrong. I didn't think he was going to do this, but, um, he's been pretty awesome. And he's even he's with Super Mario, man. Back, I think he's going to still be pretty fucking awesome, which sucks yeah. because I hate the fact that Tommy has him. Yes. Um, but uh, another guy, my boy, Pat Mahomes, has played out of his freaking mind. I thought that yes. there was a chance he could be Carson Wentz. I didn't think that there was this, this good. Oh, yeah. Uh, quick question, Manesh. And he's just been lights out, man. Even against some really good defenses, you know, going up to mile-high primetime game. Like, his stats weren't there, but... God, if you watch that game, oh. that guy was good, man. Fourth quarter, man. He was 
He was the guy was excited quarter. to watch that game more than any of the other games where he played sorry-ass defenses because he was so good. Yeah, he was. Um, I don't know if you heard on the Monday night broadcast, I think they were trying to give him the nickname Showtime. I believe they said it a million times. How do you feel about a Showtime nickname for Patrick Mahomes? Oh, I think they already call him Showtime Pat, man. Ah, I, they're, they're, they are already calling him Showtime Mahomes, for sure. Those, That's those it. Uh, broadcasters would not leave it alone. That's just me. I'm just, no, that's, I, think, I'm, I legit think that's his nickname, though. <laughs> I think oh, is it really his nickname? I thought they were trying to give it to him. Yeah. It was, oh, you could have made it. but I mean, hey, I thought I've heard it, so maybe I you, just feel like I've heard it because it's so <laughs> good. <laughs> but you, I think you could have made a, a drinking game out of it Monday night. That's how many times I heard it. Yeah, that's, but, that is the truth. That um, is no, the truth. No doubt, he's definitely, he's definitely been a – you know, a, a surprise, you know, because basically this is his rookie year. So he's he's definitely been a surprise. But this next guy, I think, was probably the biggest surprise, at, le- at least through the first two games and then a half of his third game. He he was a huge surprise. Um, that's none other than Fist Magic, man. He he was lighting Fist it up. Magic. And I don't think the only thing here is I don't think we can just – give it to Fitzy. I think it's a joint award because not only did we not expect Fitz to do this, we also didn't expect his, uh, I would say his key target in these, in these games. I know Mike Evans, my boy has been awesome, but, um, mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's definitely, uh, been great. Yes. It will be. Fitzy and DJax, man. Hey, we're going to miss that. I'm going to miss that. It will be interesting now that, like that. So that Winston's we'll see, we'll back. We'll see with Jamin. Yeah, we'll see yeah. with Jameis. We'll yeah. see. Um, but uh, I, I would say that that's a pretty good um, trio of MVPs. And just because of the sheer out-of-its-mind nature, I, I would have to probably say Fitzy gets that uh, MVP so far. And it's an MVP, and we'll see you later because we're not going to see you as the starting quarterback anymore. No, but it was never. nice. It was awesome. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> that magic ran out. And uh, yeah, I know, I know. How about the um, the other way too early season award? How about so, we call it, instead of the MVP, the MVT? MVT. The most valuable team. Okay, I like it. I like it. Right, uh, right. Yeah, it's good. It's um, good. So I th- we went with obviously the first top three in the standings, the three four and O teams undefeated. Uh, teams of Jamie, Nick, and somehow Chris. I don't know how Chris is up there. He's there, so he's undefeated at four and zero. Maybe out of those drafted four running backs. Yeah. Well, yeah. Out of those three, Manesh, who would you say? I know it's early four and zero. Who who has the best chance at running the table? If you if somebody could do it out of those three teams, who would it be? What I would say is, out of those three teams, the guy that has had, I think, just, he hit everywhere. I mean, he's made a few trades now. I think his, I think his team's actually worse, so I think it makes it better for us because it means we have a chance. <laughs> but um, the guy that hit everywhere, I think, was Jamie. Um, you know, he had a few, or he has, like, you know, stud, stud backs. Had mm-hmm. stud backs, at least. <laughs> yeah. But, um, 
you know, every single late round wide receiver that he drafted, I think in the middle rounds, he went back to back to back Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, Kenny Galladay. Mm -hmm. They're all studs. Yeah. Like all three of those dudes were solid. I know that you have Galladay now. Yes, I do. Um, But I think that he had a pretty damn good team. Obviously, he felt pretty good about his depth there. Uh, Does he still have Edelman? I think he still has Edelman. Yeah, he's he's starting him this week. um, Yeah, so I mean, you know, he can just back up you know, where Kenny Galladay left off and start Julian Edelman in, in his place. So, man, that's a, it's a pretty good squad there. Melvin Ingram's been nothing short of fantastic, and now he's got that Joe Mixon-Giovanni Bernard duo. So yeah. I think he's still got a good team, unfortunately, for the rest of the league. But, uh, he does. You know. I, I agree, man. He's, uh, I think that that team is solid there. I agree. Very, very solid. I, I agree. Uh, and with 4-0 teams comes – Comes some sadness. What what are you going to call the sadness award? Manesh? So, um, kind of moving opposite of the MVT would be. I, I, I think uh, we should name this the Clevelander Award for <laughs> the city of Cleveland. You know, um, city of my birth, the factory of sadness. If you <clears throat> haven't seen it, go watch it. It's amazing. It made me cry. It was great <laughs> and horrible all at the same time. Um. Yeah, you know, it's the Clevelander Award. And I think this this award, Dan, it was easy, man. So easy. It's got to be Jolly. Oh, no doubt. Poor, poor Jolly, man. Get yeah. this, Dan. He has He's 35 points away from having the most points in the league. All right? Mm-hmm. Ridiculously, though. Against him, he's had 606 points. 606 S- points against him. The next highest points against is 80 points behind him. That's ridiculous. Meaning to reach the next dude, you'd have to take away 20 points from Jolly's opponents every week so far. That's which is... Insane. That's, that's Cleveland right there. That's sad. Yes. 10 people, the other 10 teams in the league, have less than 500 points against. Gosh. And Jolly has over 600. That's, that's crazy. Dan, um, you gotta know, though, as a 4-0 team... I just want to let you know, Jolly, for Pick'em, though, you are you are my boy. Oh, yeah. You're my boy, Blue. Oh, I'm yeah. picking you every week until you win, Jolly. <laughs> until you win. You can do it. Paying homage to my factory of sadness. You got this. There you go. Dan, as a 0-4 team, what is your strategy? Uh, as an 0-4 team, as Jolly and Matt, all three of us 0-4, I think it's, you can't look at the 4-0 teams and hope that uh, that you're going to get there because there's nine weeks left. The game four games, that's, that's going to be pretty tough. But um, pretty my tough. strategy is I'm keeping an eye on sixth place. Uh, I'm two games out. They're 2-2. Two and two. I'm 0-4. All I need is two games to make up two games in the next nine weeks. So just making moves, man. Make moves. Try to make your team better and see what happens. You know, you're, you're not done. You know, it's because you're 0-4. You're two games out. Keep fighting. All you got to get is to number six and see what happens, man. That's that's my strategy is Never just focusing, focusing on number six. That's it, man. Um, and I hope hope Jolly and Matt, you know, I hope they're doing the same. Just focus on that. Don't focus on who's undefeated or 3-1. and one. Just we got to get to number six. We can do it. All three of us. We'll all three make the playoffs, and we'll kick <laughs> three other people out. Hell yeah. That, you never know, man. That's what you got to do, man. We've that's, seen that's people the in the past. Because, 
it's happened. I got into playoffs at five and eight. Yeah, I won. <laughs> I, I think I went so. back and looked. I think every year we've had a a team that was six and seven, below like five. not yeah, below yeah. five hundred, get into the playoffs. So it's possible, man. You never know what's going to happen. And with three, I mean, when your team, when your league is so top heavy like ours, with three, four, no teams, mm-hmm. that means the 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 differentiation between the rest of the teams is a lot smaller. Yep. So I I, I legit think everyone else has a chance. Yes. I agree. Because there's only one other team that's above 500. Eight teams in the league are at 500 or below. Yes. So I think everybody's still got a chance. It's just oh, a matter yeah. of everybody how you close. And I think the best person out of all those teams is probably Jolly. Oh, yeah. He's got to have karma, man. Yeah. Uh, it's it's got to happen. It's got to it's gotta break his way. I mean, there's no way that those points against can, I wouldn't think, would you know continue that way. And he puts up points like you were talking about. He puts them up. So I think, I think he'll, he'll get a win sooner uh, sooner rather than later. So, but yeah, you guys who are with me, man, one and three or zero and four, keep your heads up, keep fighting. We're not out of it. Fight on. We'll get there. Um, All right, and Dan. So heading into week five, mm-hmm. I think we want to just touch up on a couple of the uh, key matchups here. Okay. So in terms of key matchups, uh, you know what I noticed here in for uh, for our week five for our week five preview is that all three of those teams that are four zero. Could all be five and zero after this week? None of them play each other. If wow. that happens, man, I think just going back to our last discussion, it would make the gap between all the other teams that much closer oh, because definitely. one of the teams that the four and zero team is playing is Diallo. Diallo's the only other team that's that's above five hundred. He's three and one. That would so I think uh, that's him. gotta be the matchup of the week is yeah. Jamie against Diallo. That could... Jamie four and zero, Diallo three and one, and I think it's important because if Jamie wins. He's pushing them closer to the rest of the team. Exactly, the he's pushing the them back to the pack. I mean, back to the pack, man. In my case, I'm going for the four and zero teams. <laughs> I need, I need them to win. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think it's a good strategy yeah. because, I mean, it's, it's easier for you to think that, hey, well, I'm never going to catch a four and zero team, but yeah. I can sure as I'll catch all the two and two teams. Yeah. So yeah, you want all three of them to win. Exactly, you know? I sure do. Um, so I mean, hey. I think it actually bodes pretty well for the bottom of the league. Yeah. So those 0-4, like yourself, the 1-3 team there, I think uh, everybody's got a chance with that. I agree. But kind of on the opposite end, who do we got, Dan? We have the toilet bowl of the week. Uh, as you were talking about <laughs> pushing people closer together, this week we will at least have uh, only two, possibly only two teams that are winless. Because we have Matt versus the Clevelander Jolly, both 0-4 teams, both fighting for their first win, and uh, yeah, one of them are one of them are going to come out victorious. I mean, it's been a weird year for Jolly, so it could actually end in a tie with a decimal point. <laughs> How crazy would that be? Um, that'd be his luck. But I believe that won't happen, and we will have a a winner. <laughs> we will have a 1-4 team. I think we will. <laughs> One less winless team. Yes. <laughs> yes. Getting closer to that six. Let's, let's just go ahead and uh, let's maybe we just go ahead and give this one to Matt. Um, oh, he's gonna pile on Jolly. Jolly's luck. It's just been a uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm not piling on Jolly. The rest of the league is. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Jolly, oh. I'm going for you, man. Don't be nice let's to go. him. Let's go. <laughs> he's a good guy. <laughs> nah, hey. Honestly, I think Matt's kind of screwed. Jolly's got a sick roster, dude. He, he like that team is good. He does. It's so good. He's been scoring a lot. And mm-hmm. Gronk is on his team and hasn't really done that much. Yeah. 
I agree, man. He's, I think Jolly's got a damn good chance to rebound. So, I mean, honestly, Matt, win. Yeah, Matt. No, I, I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I already Jolly on my heels, man. That team is so good. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of scared. It really is, man. Drew Brees, is, <laughs> Drew Brees has been out of his mind good for him. So, But, yeah, he's yeah. he's got a good team, and we will have a 1-4 team uh, come Tuesday of next week. Um. Ooh, something to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so rest of season prospects, Manesh? I mean, I think we kind of touched on it, right? With we the did. With the 3-4-0 no teams? We did. Um, I think it just, just kind of means everyone has a chance. We did. And uh, then um, you're, only two, you're only two wins and two losses out of the playoffs right that's now. That's right. Because there's so many teams at 2-2. Two and two. That's right. And that's where, the, that's where the crux of the teams are right now. Keep fighting. You know, we have a few teams at 4-0, no, a few teams at 0-4. Most of the league is right there at 2-2. Two and two. Yeah. So, just kind of, just, just means that everybody's still got a chance. So it's good. I, that's why that's that's the fun part about the league is that everyone always has a chance. Yes, and we have such good parity. Uh, and just real quick, Manesh, it it was brought to my attention for whatever reason our last podcast two weeks ago. Uh, I guess didn't alert anybody, and I, I should have put it on Messenger that we posted a new one, but uh, I didn't. That's my fault. Uh, that is your fault. It yeah. is. Yeah. But the last episode <laughs> we. Uh, we broadcasted or we told everyone about our new communication line, our new hotline um, for anybody who had any any questions or any topics that they wanted us to discuss or, you know, any, anything like that. We opened a new communication line. And Manesh, would you like to give the people that phone number? Let me give the people what they've been waiting for. Hey, Butt Bucks members, just wanted to let you know that if you have any calls or any questions, any uh, requests for the show, you may call and leave your messages at our Butt Bucks hotline, 843-754-9308. One more time, 843-754-9308. Please, please, please call. Put your messages in. Put your requests in. Please do. Let's go, guys. Uh, just real quick, Manesh. 843-754-9308. Real quick, that sounded like your sex hotline voice. <laughs> It was my sex hotline voice. Yes, that's it. <laughs> I got a, I got a little bit of a, a Nick Chubb over here. <laughs> you like that? That was good, right? It was, there. it was nice. Uh, one more time: eight four three seven five four nine three zero eight. That's uh, that's gonna wrap it up for us for this episode of the BBIG Pod. Good luck to everybody in Week Five. We'll see y'all next time. Later. We draft on dudes named Brady. Dudes hit on us, it's crazy. Drinks all around, please save me. In fantasy, we're fucked. Tiny dicks that we talk. You're in luck with Buck Bucks.